Welcome to the Cape Cod Fun Show. It's the show that's all about having the most fun in the most beautiful place on earth, Cape Cod, USA. My name is Eric Williams, and Mung is here. Whoop. And Greg is here. Hello. And fellas, we got to shake off April. We got to shake off 20 days with measurable rain in April and move into May together with fun in our hearts and a song on our lips. You guys ready? Yeah. I say, yeah, I say yay to May. Fantastic, yeah. Mom. I like that enthusiasm. It was a tough month on Cape Cod, but all signs point to delicious later spring. And eventually somewhere out there, Mung, what comes next? Ooh, the, summer. The summer. best season of the year. So it's all getting good. Let's check that all-important Cape Island's weather forecast. Doesn't look that good, guys. We're in the middle of a cloudy time. <laughs> Don't let a, that spoil the fun. Stop it a, right now. Not again. Come on. It's rain that it's been cloudy. It's been it's been gloomy. And this uh stop it. The forecast, they just have Saturday through Sunday. Mostly cloudy with a 50% chance of showers. Highs in the mid-50s, lows in the upper 40s. So on we go. And when challenged this way by horrible forecasts that we rip up, we band together. Don't we, guys? Here, here. Come on, put your hands in. Let's do it. That feels good. Oh, my God. Let go of my hand, Greg. Ow. Can you cut your nails? <laughs> I mean, really? So that's right. 20 measurable days of rainfall in April, which is, I think, the record for the area. Yeah. Not the most amount of rain, but days with rain when you walk outside and they spatter your glasses, Greg. Horrible. I can hear you in the parking lot here at the Cape Cod Times saying, no. I can't. And you're wiping your glasses angrily. I can't see. <laughs> it's not good. Not good when you drive that crazy convertible and the rain is coming in. Oh, that's my problem. And yeah. you're beeping at people and hitting fire hydrants and it's just awful. I should put the top up. Sorry. We need to get some sunny days. Your tides for the weekend uh, coming up the first weekend of May. We feel good about it. Your high tides around noontime on Saturday and Sunday around 6.30 and 7-something are your low tides over the weekend. And folks, I know you love playing the ponies. You guys too, right? Oh, yeah. I, mean, there's no, I was at a, I was in Saratoga <laughs> recently and I played uh, some harness ponies. I made some bets and I lost some money. I did cash one ticket for $9 on a big favorite. But uh, the race of the year is this weekend... In one of those other states off Cape. Kentickle? Tenatucky? Kentucky. Oh, It's the Kentucky Derby. I've heard of that state. This is the big one, guys. This is the big kahuna, and you're thinking to yourself, how can I participate? I can't. I'm a Cape Codder. I'm tending my radishes here in 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 the cloudy, cloudy Cape world. But the news is good. Hats and horses for Kentucky Derby Party, the sixth annual... Kentucky Derby Gala fundraiser for the Katuit Center for the Arts will include live betting. What? I was just I was just going to ask if I could bet. See, that's the thing. Yeah. You want to get in on the action. This is a way you can do it and make a nice donation to the arts, Greg. You love the Katuit Center for the Arts? It is a great place. You've had many fun times. Don't tell us anymore. It's been great. <laughs> we heard your story about it. Uh, it's still going on somewhere in space about your time there. But we do... 
Love the place. Katuit Center for the Arts. Not only live betting, which sounds so much fun. Raffles, a hat parade, and contest photo ops with horses. Wow. Real ones? Mung, this is your dream come true. Oh, this is my favorite. I can't wait to go to this, specifically for the for the hat thing you mentioned, because I'm going to be coming with a, uh, think of it as like a three-tiered, like, cake-like hat. It's going to be three tiers. It's going to feature feathers from weird birds from around the world, like ostriches. And is that e- legal to do e- that? Though? Emus and yeah. stuff. I don't think you can it, pluck it, an emu. It, it's <laughs> Aren't those endangered or something? Yeah, why do you do that? that? Well, well, why do you go around like the to, world and collect they, feathers? They don't like to be plucked, but it's... <laughs> Usually when they shed, someone picks it up and sends it to me. Uh, I'm, I'm the Hmong they, feather guy. They shed. So, so I'm going to have this ridiculous multi-layered hat with, with festooned with lots of colors, and it'll be like Mardi Gras on my head. And so it'll be a bird-themed hat? Bird-themed bird, for a bird brain. Yeah. Beware the droppings, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> This sounds great at the Katuit Center for the Arts, and the Derby Race will be broadcast live on the center's 26-foot movie screen. 26 foot? I mean, that's big. Those are horses like the size of, I don't know, buses coming at you. Not inches. or it's No, 26-foot like... movie screen. Last year's gala attracted more than 200 participants to cheer on the horses and raised more than $7,500. That's 3.30 to 7 p.m. on Sunday and the race is scheduled to go off at about 6.30 p.m. Katuit Center for the Arts on Route 28 in Katuit. $25 is your admission. And that sounds like a good time. Artsonthecape.org. That sounds good, fellas. I, I love betting on the ponies. I only do it maybe once or twice a year for like 20 bucks. But just a feeling that you could maybe pick that big winner a long shot like hmm. us this show is a long shot <laughs> and we're looking is. to rise down the back stretch and somehow somehow get up there and take it by a nose in a photo finish that would be nice so you think you can win this year finally oh i tell you what this is the year i've been this, getting some tips i've been talking to touts uh, i have yeah. some trainers that i've been uh, trying oh, yeah. to uh, converse with yeah, yeah. and i think it's uh, sour yeah. glue is the horse you're going to look for in the Kentucky Derby. Sour glue. No. Sour glue. Oh, come on. That's not nice. What do you mean? It's just, uh, it's named after... Uh, Poor horse. Elmer's something. Yeah, yeah. Elmer's... I don't Elmer's, think they do that to horses anymore. No. Elmer's horse. Not no, those horses. Not in the no, Derby. No, no, Those no. things are million-dollar horses. Yeah, Millions yeah. of dollar yeah. horses with yeah. their with their stud fees. Among you know about that. Yeah, my stud <laughs> fee is like a dollar fifty. <laughs> he worked his way through college the hard way. <laughs> oh boy! But remember, it wasn't for human people. They were mungs. It's like sea monkeys. It's okay. <laughs> it's not illegal or immoral. <laughs> Just a bit untidy. It's fine. Greg, you like to eat. You like surrealism. This is the event for you. It's coming up Thursday, May 2nd, from 6 to 8 p.m., the Salvador Dali-inspired dinner with Chef Joseph Sisniski. That's at the Cultural Center of Cape Cod, 307 Old Main Street in South Yarmouth. In honor of Art Week Massachusetts and the art of food, they're going to have an evening of adventurous eating using Salvador Dali's recipes. I had no idea he wrote a cookbook. He did. It's called Les Diners de Gala. So they'll dine on crayfish, sea bass, quail, roast side of beef, and assorted fruit desserts, plus mm. a pitcher of Casanova cocktail on all the tables. And wow. that'll probably uh, spruce up the event, a little Casanova cocktail. What is that? Uh, the Casanova cocktail is made this way. 
the juice of one orange, one tablespoon bitters, one teaspoon ginger, four tablespoons brandy, two tablespoons old brandy. I don't know what that is. Uh, called Viel Cure. Aged. And one pinch cayenne pepper. Ooh, spicy. Oh. After you've done that, you turn to your neighbor and you give them a pinch. <laughs> So that sounds wild, Greg. I know you love Dolly. Hello, Dolly. I mean, this is big for you. Oh, yeah. Didn't you have a Dolly-esque mustache at one time? I did. I did. It was it was hard getting a little twirl. You know, I had to find the right mustache. Like, yeah, I, re- uh, I remember the day I know, got caught in the pencil sharpener. That, that was, was a bad day. That was unfortunate. <laughs> Wait a minute. Dirty. So, it, so is all like the beef and the fruit, uh, like melting off the plate, like like a dolly painting in another dimension. Oh, You're not even I, there. I see. That's the crazy thing. This is happening in your mind. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Right. So huh. it's it's like a huh. imaginary but existing food. Wow. Hmm. If you can wrap your head around that. So everything's like melting, like like clocks and time all has this. no meaning. Yeah. You use your forks and spoons upside down. You just poking the ends of them into things that don't Whoa. exist. That is cosmic. And you're just trying to realize who you are and why you're here. Hmm. That's interesting. No, actually, it's real food. That's the Salvador <laughs> Dali-inspired dinner, 6 to 8 p.m. Thursday, May 2nd, at the Cultural Center of Cape Cod. And the admission price is $50, which isn't bad for a fancy evening out with a bunch of like-minded revelers who are less connected to reality than most. <laughs> and that's Dolly. Where art meets eats, eh? I could get behind this. All right, Mung, there you go. Don't end up on a platter, though. <laughs> They'll take a look at you and say, like, hmm, could we braise him? He looks delicious. He could be edible. Twirl the mustache. Add some salt. Hmm. As long as they don't poach me. Oh, hey, oh, where, where will they take you? <laughs> A mung poacher. That's illegal. Don't take the herring either, by the way. The herring are crazy. I was there last weekend in, in Brewster, and it looked like even the seagulls were tired. <laughs> they were just done. They were full and fat. They were circling around a little bit. But you know, in the beginning, oh, they're, they're like, oh, yeah. They're, oh, you gulping, them, they're gulping them down they're one like, after another I don't know another. if I need a herring. And the water level seemed very high because of all this rain. And so the poor herring, I mean... They throw themselves up, and then I was just hanging around down by one of the chutes, and you'd see like twenty come back down, like so and they couldn't get up there to to mate. That's so sad. Hmm. Yeah, it's like a really crowded disco or something. You did just you, can't get in. Did you get depressed watching them? I felt bad. It's like you know they live their whole lives for this one moment. You get a really cold and really wet April. You're trying to get up to some beautiful pond that you half remember from your little teeny herring brain, from your little teeny herring days. And you can't get there. And you, maybe you fall short by like 20 yards. You're exhausted. And then finally some already gorged seagull just pecks your eyes out because he's not hungry. Nope. Spawning is hard, man. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. We've all learned that, huh? Right. It's, it is true. Mm-hmm. It's really, really hard. And are hard. we any different, we humans? Sure, we uh, wear bell-bottom trousers and snappy music and we have some wonderful cologne. <laughs> what is your cologne, Mung? I forget the name of it. Um, night, it? Oh, it's night in the terrarium, right? <laughs> <laughs> sea salt and caviar. Mm. So, I mean, all we do to pretend we are different than herring is probably not really that meaningful, which can kind of creep you out, right? Hmm. What are we here for? God. We better go to that Dolly dinner and get some, some answers. Really, I want to be like uh, made happier. Well, let's ground ourselves in reality. Let's get back to brass tacks, something we can all just sort of wrap our heads around that is a normal thought. 
That's why we're talking about the Santa Claus pool party splashing down in Hyannis. Imagine being in a water park <laughs> with like 60 Santas in a pool. That can happen this weekend on Cape Cod. Oh, my Christmas dreams are coming true. Are they all in Speedos? Oh, my gosh. Oh, Santas in Speedos. What why? Is, no, that's got to be against a, Barnstable Town bylaw. Please. What an image. What an image. 60 Santas in Speedos. Oh, my God. That sounds uh, corpulent. That sounds... <laughs> Cannonball-y. Uh, watch out! No, uh, more than 60 Santas plus Mrs. Claus and some Santa's helpers will be in Hyannis Friday through Sunday for a three-day Northeast Santa gathering. All sorts of things going on, but that's more like a convention. Mm. Santa talk, mm-hmm. Santa strategy, mm-hmm. that's sort of deep Santa stuff. But the public is invited to the pool party that will take place from 1.30 to 4.30 p.m. Saturday at the water park at the Cape Cotter Resort and Spa that's on Iano Road in Hyannis. Now, the good thing beyond just jumping into the water with a bunch of pepperminty smelling older gentlemen, day passes to the water park will be offered for half price. Ooh. And that's like really? a $45 ticket getting wow. that for half price. Now you got to share the pool with a lot of Santas. But they probably don't go down the slides and stuff, do they? Are they that jolly? I'm not sure they can <laughs> climb the ladder up to the slide. Can they? They might get stuck in a pipe yeah, halfway down. That's, that's a long but way. Wait a second. They're going to get winded by the no, time they get no, up there. No, 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 because they're doing the chimney roof thing. They must be sort of deer-like in their nimbleness. <laughs> that's a good point, actually. So going through like huh, a water tube point. down a slide, they're yeah, probably yeah. able to do some twisting Ooh. and gyrations. Yeah. Yeah. And perhaps they're lathered up with reindeer grease. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the reindeer, what are they going to do with the reindeer? Are they going to give them a you know special dinner over at the nearby H&K, like reindeer buffet? Like, like carrots yeah. and lettuce and uh, <laughs> all parked outside? I don't know where the reindeer are during this uh, wonderful event. Uh, let's see. Photo opportunities and kids' activities available. There's a Santa raffle room. Proceeds benefiting St. Jude's Hospital. Last year, the Santas raised more than $8,000 for the hospital. So that's really wow. nice. Well, kids are going to love this because this is your chance to get your Christmas wish list to Santa earlier than the rest of the well, kids. Well, you tuck it in the waistband of his bathing oh, suit? Oh, totally. Or stick it right <laughs> into his beard. Because all the other kids have to wait till like, what, November? Under a bathing cap? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> first come, first serve, but right? But let me, let me mean... run this, this thing by you guys, though. You're a kid. You're seven years old. You're in the heart of the Santa zone. When Santa is... The big guy, the gatekeeper, the giver. You think there's one. Lives up at the North Pole. Rarely seen except for those mall people. You walk in to a pool and there's 60 Santas in there. Isn't your reality, yeah. oops, once yeah. again, yeah. going to be shattered? Kind well, of mind-blowing. Well, just like the mall Santas around Christmas, everyone knows that that's Santa's helpers. So you can just assume that Santa's helpers need a pool party every now and again. Is that and they clear? Call up, Is they, that really clear? It's clear. There's only there's only like one Santa, though, at a time I think little mall, kids think right? that's Santa. Yeah. Yeah, so they're going to see 60 Santas, and their head's just going to go... Well, maybe their parents can say they're hallucinating. <laughs> it's all about Dally. God, imagine imagine how many like dreams you know have been shattered by the uh, you know Santa convention every year. Let's say enhanced. This is a great uh, Chamber of Commerce event, Craig, and we don't like where you're going. <laughs> as like the mayors in Jaws, Mung and I are a little upset. 
<laughs> open the beaches, okay? Open the beaches. <laughs> well, I don't know about you two, but I'm going there to obviously ask Santa for what I want for Christmas, which this year is a hot air balloon, which he rarely brings to people. And I've always wanted a hot air balloon, and he better put it down the chimney. Now, would this be pre-inflated? <laughs> uh, no, no, I want it inflated because I want the easiest access to Oz that I can. Well, there's a plan right there, Greg. Wow. <laughs> That's very ambitious. Mm-hmm. And to actually like get it down the chimney while it's inflated. Yep. Uh, that's going to take Santa's, all of Santa's, Santa's magic. So wait a second. you know, skills. Under that schedule, you would, on Christmas Day in your mungjamas, go out into the cold, get in a hot air balloon, and just head for Oz? That's right. Follow what, the yellow brick road, what baby. If, what if Oz is in Manitoba? <laughs> it's going to take a while. <laughs> oh, it's turning into a Jack London I'm going to have to bring my mung Ush- story. Ushanka. To light a monk. <laughs> don't build a fire, whatever you do. Oh, man, you're going to freeze, monk. Don't, don't do it. L- leave those Santas alone. What don't, a world. Don't build a fire underneath um, a tree with snow on it. Just a little tip. Watch out. Got don't it. All right, let's, uh, let's get back to other holiday things. We have sort of a Christmas thing in May. Now we have Cinco de Mayo, a real Super May holiday. What? And we have been trying to... Piece together the Cape Cod Cinco de Mayo sort of schedulo. This is so exciting. So let's start off with this one. Friday, May 3rd, 2019, from 6 to 8 p.m., it's the Salsa Fest mm. at Cape Cod Beer. This runs from 6 to 8.30 p.m., a salsa contest. Calling all salsa makers, it's time to heat up the competition. Has to be hot. Ooh. Has to be so. Sizzling. I would say something like this for my taste sounds better than a chili cook-off. Hmm. Interesting. Because people can go a lot of different ways I with agree. salsa. It can be sort of saucy. It can be very fresh, which I love. By the way, I just tried the Nature's Promise Stop and Shop. I'm going back to Stop and Shop now. I figure the strike time is over. You can go there. Fresh things are on the shelf. It's oh, been yeah. a week or so, and yep. I tried the Nature's Promise fresh salsa. Unbelievable! It's that <laughs> chopped up raw stuff. Not much liquid. Yeah, that's where my salsa zone is. I don't know about mm-hmm. you guys. I'm on the opposite spectrum. I like less chunky, more saucy. Like a picante sauce. Picante. Oh, you better believe it. I like that Hot stuff too. And spicy like, man. Picante would be not a chunky sort of salsa. It's almost okay. called something different because it isn't really chunky. Mm-hmm. My favorite is Pace. P A C E of the ones you can buy in the Ooh. store. Those are delicious, and uh, my daughter share that love, Mung. They don't like the chunks. Mm-mm, no chunks for me. The problem with too much sauce is when you try to dip it into your tortilla chip, it sort of runs all over the place. It runs. It runs before you get it into your mouth. It runs on your shirt. runs on your pants. Greg, how many cufflinks have you ruined through improper viscosity salsa? Dozens. <laughs> He's angry about this. Uh. I was with him one day, he got so angry, he took his cufflinks off and threw them in the bowl of salsa. Whoa. Take that. He said, ah, there you go. <laughs> and he stomped away, twiddling his mustache. You crummy salsa. How dare you? You've ruined me. <laughs> well, not many cufflinks left, but Greg, I'm glad you're still there. We have another Cinco Thanks. de Mayo event coming up the next day at a restaurant, Mung. This is strange to me. Uh, you, your restaurant radar is unimpeachable. You know when something opens. You know when it closes. You know the menu. You're the person to go to with food questions. And yet, you did not know about this restaurant called Tomatillo's in Katuit. 
Yeah, I've I've not heard about Tomatillos, but they've been open um, for a year or two, I think, um, from what I've been researching, and I, I say thumbs up. Because I, I'm not really into... This could be shocking, especially going into Cinco de Mayo weekend. I'm not the biggest Mexican food fan. Dun, 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 dun! Um, it's mainly because it, wow. it kind of doesn't uh, doesn't agree with me. I'm sure it's very delicious. Is this the, a NAFTA thing? <laughs> no, it's more of an in, internal in, thing. Intestinal. Oh. More, 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 more of an oh, intestinal. It's, it's always thing. like Wait, it's always like the Battle of the Alamo afterward. Um, well, oh we didn't do too well in that the battle. Uh, I mean, eventually, no, we, no. We got, uh, yeah, true. I rarely did do. Did we well. ever get to Santa Ana, or did he end up? Uh, <laughs> no, he died with his boots on, or how did that work with Santa Ana? What about Davy Crockett? Uh, you had like Davy Crockett inside you trying to escape. <laughs> yeah, um, poor Davy. No, but like Mexican food can be very delicious. I don't like a lot of sour creams and like too much, you know, gloppiness. But if it's really well prepared, uh, I will like it. So uh, yeah, we heard about Tomatillos. They're having an all weekend long Cinco de Mayo celebration, May third, fourth, and fifth. They say they're gonna have great food, drink specials, and. You can even win a prize. Uh, they have a prize jarring on Sunday, May 5th at 7 p.m. So get in there this weekend. Get yourself in for this prize. You can win a possible uh, big screen TV, a gym membership to Snap Fitness, gift cards, Good prizes from local businesses. This is at 331 Katuit Road in Sandwich in the Canterbury Plaza. I like their phone. You're going to like their phone number. 508-888-TACO. That, that, <laughs> see, that's easy to remember. So, oh, my uh, God. I'm going to call them right now. i got to try this restaurant at some point, but it sounds like they're having quite the weekend-long single yeah, day by a fiesta. As part of that, that uh, weekend at Tomatillo's, uh, on May 5th from 2 to 4 p.m., Cape Cod Beer will be there. And they're having a steal the pint thing where you order a pint of beer, you get to take the pint glass home, and a bunch of other food specials and beer samples and stuff. So that sounds like an interesting place to check out and sort of led to the larger discussion as we sort of consider Mexican food on Cape Cod mm -hmm. and where we go, our go-to places. I can add that, uh, you know, in my experience, my favorite quesadillas and burritos are at Max on the Pier in Wellfleet, which is weird to say because it's... It's More not, known as a hamburger fried clam joint. It's not a Mexican joint. But they right? have a whole... Me ever since they opened 10 years ago, whenever it's been, they've had this sort huh. of Mexican side of their menu. Interesting. They have tofu quesadillas, chicken quesadillas, veggie quesadillas. They have fish quesadillas and shrimp ones, I think, too, and all that in the huh. burrito world, too. And they serve it with a little at pico de gallo. Is that what it's called? The chopped up tomatoes. Mm. It's almost like really raw salsa and some sour cream. Okay. All right. And they opened today, May 1st. They're open for lunch just in the beginning, and then it swings out into the season. So that's right at the Wellfleet Pier in Wellfleet. That is my go-to. Here's the way it works for me. I go to PJ's. I go to PJ's. I go to PJ's. It's been open <laughs> for like, I don't know, three weeks now. PJ's, PJ's, PJ's. Oh, I was there the other day. I had like the best cheeseburger of my life because they char grill it. But then you're like, I got to migrate away from PJ's, even though I love it and I'll be back. Yeah. So then Max opens on the pier, and I take a long turn into tofu quesadillas. Which to me, I don't know what they do. And the beans, I mean, it's like garlicky and they, they must cook them all day. I don't know what's going on. I asked Mac about that once and he said something about the way they cook the beans. There's some secret. Hmm. You know when you do it at home and you're rushing, you don't have time to build up that intense flavor? Because right. beans like to do that. So that's my favorite. Anyone else on the Mexican food front? No, I'm down on beans. Why? Oh, right. I pretty much like anything with black beans. I love 
love black beans. Mm. We actually cooked this um, uh, uh, bean roll-up pretty much almost like all winter long. I mean, some weeks we'll have it like two or three nights. And it's just in the soft, you know, roll-up, whatever those things are called. And you put in like... um, you know, um, uh, you know, peppers and stuff like that, and, and it's black. Black beans are so but Greg, beautiful. What They're about so the uh, what about the household flatulence? We don't have that issue with these black beans. <laughs> Listen to wow. that mug. Listen to his tall tale. No, we don't. Those we are don't. really magical beans. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I always wondered if it's when you like refry them what does that does that 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 to my in my mind the back of my mind that's like something you really shouldn't maybe eat or, or take care with so you think that creates like a la brea tar pit in your intestines something like that with at least burbling that's been my experience in the past but these are black beans these are these are goya black beans they're so great as a matter of fact we got some audio from greg's house um Oh boy, that's really disgusting. <laughs> what? Really? Come on, honey. This is, could you pass the beans? This is a classy podcast. All what right. Are you doing? Sorry. Sorry. What are you doing? Bring it down to the in, into the. All the, right. All the right. Gutter. We'll, we'll, we'll class it back up by before we move on from our Cinco de Mayo segment. I'll give a Hmong shout out to some of the, uh, the the best Mexican places on the Cape that you can get good Mexican food. We know we love guapos in Orleans. Very tasty, delicious burritos. Uh, Anejo. In Falmouth and uh, Hyannis, both on the Main Street. One of my favorites, because you can get one of my favorite Mexican dishes, Mexican street corn, which is just delicious. Um, And also, Mi Pueblo in Hyannis, off Main Street in Hyannis. One of our colleagues, Ethan, went there and got some flautas, which is kind of like a taquito rolled uh, with some some meat, I think. And he said it was very good, good prices there. So lots of of great Mexican on the Cape. I think the thing is with Mexican is like, I always think like less is more. I, I get... A little uh, off-put by those giant plates of foods, and you're looking across your plate, and there's tons of refried beans and lots of cheese, but individually, little bits of it can be just so good. And really, San Diego's here in Hyannis. I was there uh, recently, relatively recently, and I had uh, like a steak, soft steak tacos, and the steak was just off-the-hook tender Hmm. and delicious. And the other folks at my table had some success, and, and sometimes it's just too much to even eat, and you feel like you're filling a doggy bag before you even take mm. the first forkful. So, you know. Oh, was that the dinner you went with your father, and he likes the, oh, the yeah. hard, uh, the, the crispy the giant, tacos? Get, that oh, the, yeah. the, the, he loves the crispy tacos. Doesn't the, like the soft ones. He'll get enraged if you put down <laughs> soft tacos in front of him. One time, we were at B2B Burrito, which is great, by the way. Mm-hmm. That place may be my favorite burrito place right here in the Hyannis area and they had soft tacos and you could see his face just fall and then in its place the scaffolding of anger began to be built and then he got mad but he loves Taco Bell he loves the Taco Bell tacos I know but as I said before when we talked about it a couple weeks ago the problem with with those kinds of you know crispy tacos is you bite into them the whole thing just explodes right it's like a grenade going off yeah it's a grenade everywhere shrapnel all over the place in your lap on your table on your cufflinks I know but that makes your father happy. So On your you festive know. earrings, Greg, those feathers are lovely. Thank you. All right, let's class it up, guys. Enough of this dragging it through the, uh, the huh. sort of fartiness uh, and all that stuff. I don't like to hear that. <laughs> Brewster and Bloom is upon us, gentlemen. The flower we all love. I love the, the daffodil. The beautiful daffodil. We salute it. And Brewster and Bloom, one of the real down-homiest Americana fests on oh. Cape Cod all year long. 
Brewster and Bloom 2019 is this weekend. Activities are scheduled Friday through Sunday, including a parade, craft show, children's activities, and music. It's a big three-day-long extravaganza in one of the Cape's loveliest towns. All those sea captains' homes along 6A. It's gorgeous. Very nice place. There's also a arts and antique excursion, self-guided art and antique galleries. They've got a 5K run. Mung, you interested? Um, yeah, but it's more like a like a 25 cent run instead of 5K. <laughs> that's what you'll pay to get out of it, or exactly, what? yeah, that's what I'll pay to get out of it. It's good. It's you'll, good. It's uh, what, what's smaller than a K in the metric system? Hectares? Uh, uh, Meters? I don't know. A J? I don't know. I don't know the metric system. Well, you stay out of the European economic community then, Greg. All right. Are you saying there's going to be flowers at this event? There's daffodils everywhere, <laughs> Brewster. It's, it's, if you go down no 6A right kidding. now. Nice. And we, uh, there's they all sorts daffodils? of food options. Um, there'll be an ice cream sundae and cake thing at the Brewster Senior Center. Uh, there'll be a kid fest from 10 to 3 p.m., both at the Laurel School and at Drummer Boy Park, which is a very scenic place off of 6A. So all sorts of things. The uh, Brewster and Bloom Parade will step off at 1 p.m., I think, on Saturday. Well, it sounds Maybe like, it's Sunday. Sounds like Brewster uh, is the place to be this weekend. It's hopping. It's hopping. So they have a parade, uh, the Brewster and Blair Blair Blue. It will be happening this weekend, and we'll find out. It's 1 to 3, 1 o'clock on Sunday or Saturday. Oh, boy. Oh, well, it's a great time in Brewster, right, guys? Love it. I love Brewster. Why? You live in Dennis. I thought there was some bad blood between the two towns. Well, there was a long time ago. Wasn't Brewster part of Dennis, or Dennis was part of Brewster, or something? Wasn't there Weren't something? Weren't you taken into custody at the Brewster-Dennis border at one point? Uh, yeah, that was unfortunate. I, then, tried, I, I, I tried sneaking across the border, and I got caught, okay? And they, and they asked if you had anything to declare, and you just launched into a stream of obscenities, mainly directed at Brewster. Yeah, but I hid the uh, cache of daffodils that I had. <laughs> they never got. They never got those coppers. You think it's uh, wrong to pick other people's daffodils, Greg? No, it's not actually. It's, what? It's okay. Well, have you have you seen some of the houses in Brewster? They have so many daffodils. You can't just they go can, to someone's house and pick they can the daffodils. Lose, they can lose just a few of them. You know, I don't think it's anything wrong. With so that. if you're at your house and you look out into your yard and someone's picking your flowers, what would you do? Say, oh well. I don't. I don't have that many daffodils, but they do. Brewster is known for having like an abundance of daffodils. What are like the Robin Hood of daffodils? They have too many daffodils. A daffodil filter, eh? Hmm. <laughs> I don't know, because now you're trespassing. What if they're hanging Maybe. over onto a public street? What if they're Maybe. only summer residents in their like front yard borders the street? And they're not there. Right. Yeah, they're back home. <laughs> what does that mean? I think they're fair game. Well, you might as well get uh, practice with the daffodils, Greg, because lilac time is right around the corner. Oh, my God. Do we get, do we, do we get to talk about that next oh, week? No, no. It's not, <laughs> not lilac time yet, but that's another serious poaching topic on Cape Cod. It is. We should have ethics on this show. That's what we demand. The highest standards <laughs> here on the Cape Cod Fun Show. All right, uh, Mung, you love food trucks. I love them. Why? Why do you love food trucks? Can you trust a truck with food inside it? Uh, yeah. You know, a lot of places may cook their food off-site and then bring it into the truck. Some people cook it on the truck. I, I kind of like food trucks because they're like, you know, snacky food. You don't have to sit down for a big right? meal. I it's totally mobile. Agree. It's yep. portable. They're yeah. generally cheaper, which is always good for Mung's wallet. 
Um, and I think the Cape needs more of them. But there are, are some food trucks, which you're about to tell us about. There's some great food trucks on Cape Cod. And here's a little sort of side event on Friday evening, May 3rd. Have you experienced the world of food trucks yet? Have you, Greg? This year, no. Well, on May 3rd, the Cape Cod Culinary Incubator is hosting Food Truck Friday at Cam Appliances Store in Hyannis. That's right at the corner of, what, 28 and Willow Street? Is that? Mm-hmm. And that's Cam Appliances. Let's see. Yarmouth's own What the Truck will be there, <laughs> serving up some fun food choices. Uh, tickets are limited and include food from the truck, as well as beer and wine samples from Barnstable Brewing and Truro Vineyards to find local companies. Enjoy some fun food and check out the latest in appliances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Well, it's kind of a business thing. I mean, sure, you're going to check out the new appliances. Check out, check out the washing machines, the dryers. Yeah, you know, maybe you need a new dishwasher and a snack. Maybe they've, they've some, got fryolators. <laughs> they have some oh. good stuff. That's 4 to 6 on Friday afternoon, uh, May 3rd. It's a $20 ticket to get in. And uh, it's the Cape Cod Culinary Incubator, a nonprofit with a mission to pursue economic development via education, community, and providing providing shared use commercial kitchen facilities for Cape Cod food industry entrepreneurs. I've heard about that. You wow. have like a a dedicated kitchen that is like approved by health authorities. Mm-hmm. So when you make the food in there, you can then sell the food to the public. So the idea is you don't have to own your own kitchen. Okay. You're using this sort of centralized community, uh, nice kitchen, sanctified kitchen, approved kitchen, and then you can sell your stuff. So if you guys have some food ideas. What a great idea. Yeah. Anyone? Hmm. Oh, no, I don't. Greg snacks? Greg mix? How about Greg mix? Greg mix, I like. What is that, like trail mix? That's uh, bitter tears and disappointment. (laughs) And... (laughs) In a, in a lawnmower that breaks. I've always wondered if any. <laughs> I wonder if, if anybody could ever combo a delicious s'mores with a ribeye. <laughs> Smrib? Yes. Oh my goodness. Or the s'mores eye. <laughs> pork? Pork mores? Pork mores. <laughs> So it's Lord Porkmore. You're here with your food truck. Good to see you. It's Lord Porkmore. So it's so it's so it's like pork with a with a chocolate sauce. Yeah, maybe some graham like cracker. a mole or like what are you talking maybe about? There's Ooh, some marshmallow up graham crackers. Yeah. yeah, I'll give you my food idea again. There's some marshmallow. Never capitalized on it, but uh, pre-made burritos that you, not to order. You make one kind a day. You sell them in Wellfleet, and they are called Wellfleetos. Oh, I like that. Whoa. Well, yeah. Fleetos. That's a great idea. So you make them in one of these central kitchens. They're all done. Put them in tin foil, whatever. Certified. Boom. You open up. You saw them out of a cooler or something. People can heat them up if they want. No special requests. They get whatever you made that day. Well, Fleetos. So there are no, like, substitutes. You don't have to pay no attention to any of this. No you extra know. sauce. Oh, can you, like, hold no the well uh, peppers, please? I don't, no I don't, holding I, anything. I, I don't like the peppers. If they don't want it, they can hold their breath, but they'll be lining up for... Well, Fleetos. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my food idea. I've never acted upon that, and uh, that's too bad. Well... It's time for the spring walk of the week, guys. Ooh. Time to stretch uh, your legs. Nice. Come on, Greg. Work on that hamstring. Twang. <laughs> Oops, there it goes again. Uh, we are talking about a place. I can't believe we haven't raised this before, but I love this place. This is the Bridge Creek Conservation Area in West Barnstable. There's two parking spots. One at the West Barnstable Fire Department, the fire station there. 
That's on, uh, I think it's Meeting House Way. And there's also a parking area off Church Street. This is fantastic. 246 acres, 2.5 miles of easy walking trails. I've done this walk many times. Old stone walls, a weird old bridge, the biggest fallen tree I have ever seen on Cape Cod. It is a monster. Excellent marsh views. Hmm. Heron time. Is that a heron? Is that a heron? It's a heron. That's a beautiful moment. Hooray for herons. And uh, nice wooded areas. Uh, just a feeling of old-timey Cape Cod. <laughs> There's some old like rhododendron bushes in there that like someone planted, which might be just about blooming almost-ish, maybe now. Huh. Uh, so stuff like that. This is a really great place right off exit 5 in West Barnstable. You get off the highway and you immediately bang a right uh, down Church Street. And uh, that's one way to get to it. And that is a lovely walk. Hmm. You should all get out of there. It's got diverse habitats, stone walls, abandoned cranberry bogs, tidal and freshwater streams, open marsh, hardwood swamp, and upland. That's a lot in one walk. Sounds like everything that could possibly be in a walk is there, right? Uh, except, I mean, for, huh. except for like a beach. Uh, oh, that's right. They yeah, got a yeah. marsh. You can do that, guys, can't mm, you? Uh? Yeah. No so sand dunes. You right? can look yeah. this up on the uh, Town of Barnstable Conservation Department page and get a very handy map, which I'm holding in my hand. And I've been here many a many times, and it's always been exciting. Oh, actually, um, and if you wish to explore some other uh, Cape Walks, we have a fun quiz online. On uh, where you identify Cape hikes, Cape walks, oh, and yes. it's at capecottimes.com slash Cape hikes. Nice. Oh, you guys. It's always must good to see what out. might be out there. That's the good thing about that That's, photo gallery is you get an idea yeah, and yeah, a snapshot yeah. of some of the stuff you might encounter. And speaking of odd encounters, Mung, you hand me this piece of paper, and it simply says Mung. Snails and cheese curds. Is it, what, what is that? Is that a new duet you're in? Is that, uh, I am snails and cheese curds. Ah, yes. The name of my new album, Snails and Cheese Curds. It's, That's hip, man. It's death metal meets classical funk. <laughs> snails and cheese curds. I don't even know what this means, Monk, so I'm going to go on because I'm sure you can't recall either. So. Uh, no, what? no. What? Just, what? just a little uh, more food related because, you know, Mung's always thinking about feeding. Um, we were down uh, with the Mung family down at Blue Restaurant, the French place, very delicious in the Mashpee Commons, and Papa Mung got quite the uh, dish that you don't see often on the Cape, and they prepared it expertly because, obviously, they're French, they're blue. Um, this was the escargot, Whoa. which was snails. Oh boy! And mm. yeah, those things were moving really slow. No, really, they were cooked. Um, Do they have a little race beforehand, <laughs> like yep, the snaily sna- derby? The snails. <laughs> Come on, Shelly! <laughs> um, I didn't eat them because I'm not an adventurous eater. But uh, Papa Mung said they were absolutely delicious. They had this like garlic butter that he said was to die for, and they have a little tool that you a specific escargot tool to pull Ooh. the meat snail meat out. He said it was, reminded him of like clams, you know, the texture of sort that of slightly chewy, yeah, slightly chewy and it kind of looked like that too um, but if you like uh, interesting eats uh, definitely try this dish it, you could I could smell it from across the table it was so uh, aromatic and delightful. I think that's the best Garlic. the big thing with escargot yeah. is that sauce which is mm, to yeah. die for I know but you, you have to eat 
the snail. So you I, can't I, just I sort can't, of lick them and put them back I've, on the plate. I've, or? I've, I've, I've tried it. Have, have, have you guys had? Yes. You, you've had snails. The, I mean, I've had them. I had them once, and it's like. It, it, you can't put enough garlic in there to, to get my mind away from what is the essence of that dish, which is the squee little sort of things that you see in the ground. Well, to me, I'd rather go for snooshy, which is just fresh snails, uh, raw. It's called <laughs> snooshy. Oh, you actually like pick them like snooshy. off well, the know, ground after the after the rain. They'll be like uh, my just, Jerusalem artichokes or something on the leaves. They're um, nibbling away, and I reach up mm. and just. <laughs> snooshy. One gulp. It's called yeah. snooshy, Greg. Ew. One gulp. Um, cheese curds, Mung, what? Another, I'm always on the lookout for interesting things. Here, we were over at Tap City Grill on Main Street in Hyannis because we had a, a, a gift certificate, and they have a delicious appetizer that I also don't see at a lot of Cape Cod menus. Um, you know, everyone's familiar with mozzarella sticks, you know, yes. fried. But they had fried cheese curds, and they were just so delicious. They looked kind of like tater tots, but when you bite into them, it was like... It's like I don't know how to describe it. It's like delicious, creamy, cheesy, yeah, creamy yeah, yeah, cheesiness. Right. Okay. All right, um, but it's not stringy like mozzarella. Oh, um, that sounds I've only good. Ha- I've only that had sounds delicious. <laughs> yeah, sound? it? it was uh, so delicious. Did you, did and, and where also, was it? Where was this again? This is at the Tap City Grill on Main Street in Hyannis, and it, in, in Hyannis, and it also had mm. a garlicky tinge to it as well. Did you Did so, you bring back some for us or no? Um, no, I, I would I like have to a couple, try that. I yeah, have a no, it actually sounds good. I have a couple still in my pockets if you guys want, but there's. This was a couple days ago, so there's eat, one in your belly button yeah. too. Cur- <laughs> curd at your own risk, I say. <laughs> uh, it's curdling my appetite to think about that. All right, well, all right, all right, all right. We got to just end it. Uh, we're we getting last call here, folks. You've been listening to the Cape Cod Fun Show podcast, brought to you by the Cape Cod Times. I want to thank Kevin McLeod for all his wonderful music. What's the name of his website again? Incompetech.com. Incompetech.com. My name is Eric Williams. Mung, thank you for being here. My pleasure. Greg, you're a wonder of the world. Thank you for blessing us with your presence. Thank you. Till next time. Till next week. Keep having fun. And see ya. Snooshy. <laughs> <laughs>